Hello and good day, eh? Welcome to the Super Good Camping Podcast. My name is Pamela. And I'm Tim. And we are from supergoodcamping.com. We're here because we're on a mission to inspire other families to enjoy camping adventures such as we have with our kids. Today, we wanted to talk about inclement weather. What happens if you get caught in it, what to do about it, how you can prepare for it, and if it's really bad, just go to a motel. And I turned it over to Tim. So, so no, that's so not camping. Camping motels and camping are things that don't go together. Just so we're clear about that, you make me sad sometimes. Um, so we ran into a pretty nasty bit of weather when we were at Turkey Point last summer, August last year, uh, 2021, and uh, it uh, man, it, it absolutely poured. I don't remember what the the totals were, but it was it was pretty crazy. It started, I want to say probably in the afternoon. I think it was before dinner because uh, I remember we cooked under our dining tent. We actually read for a bunch of the afternoon in our dining tent. We had a decent slope to our uh, campsite. The people across the road from us, unfortunately, did not. Their campsite, well, it, it sloped to the middle of their campsite all downhill. They There was no wind deal for them. And they were on the downside of our slope. They were on the downside of our slope. The water that ran off of our campsite ended up at sort of the entrance to our campsite where the car, where we came in with the car. It was pretty deep. It was, I mean, it was, that was a, like a small pond. Uh, and then looking across the road uh, beyond that pond to the campsite across the way, I mean, they were floating. I'm sure that they, they were on an air mattress because they would have been up at very early hours to, to deal with it otherwise. Nonetheless, they spent a whole bunch of their day going back and forth from the uh, the comfort station and <laughs> with sleeping bags that were dripping, just running with water as they went. And then they came back with sleeping bags that weren't running with water. Although they-, they still ended up draping a bunch of them because I'm sure that they didn't get fully dry. They, I mean, they were they were drowned. For the people that don't know, they weren't taking them to the washroom. They were taking them to the oh. laundry, which is located in the comfort station Sorry. to, to so- dry them. <laughs> Sorry, I, that one hadn't occurred to me. One of the downsides of the Ontario Parks website is it doesn't tell you that you have a hole. It, it will give you slope to your site, but it doesn't tell you that there either isn't a slope or that it's all downhill to the middle where you're, you're going to put your tent. So there's the first thing to do is, uh, A, <laughs> inclement weather, take cover. Uh, have set up cover, i.e. a tent or a dining t- tent or a tarp, what have you. When you set your tent up, I think we I do it automatically now. We look for the, the a higher tent pad, like somewhere somewhere with enough space, but that has a bit of a slope to it. Uh, not not a ton because I I don't like have all the blood draining into my head or into my feet in the middle rolling of the night. downhill while you're sleeping. <laughs> that too, that's always fun. So like, get off me! Well, <laughs> I started up there, uh, so the water runs away from you, hopefully, and then you can do other things like put a tarp over your tent, and I mean that in both well in a literal sense, meaning you can rig a tarp over your tent. There was. A year, there was a camping trip where we didn't see the storm coming. It came out of nowhere and we literally grabbed a tarp and threw it on top of our tent when we discovered that that was the last year we were going to be using that tent. We waterproofed it afterwards and it didn't shed the water. It, 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 it just poured right in through the top of the tent. So we threw a tarp on the tent and that saved us for that day. That worked. Yeah, that worked well. Didn't look very pretty though, so hopefully nobody took any pictures of that. The newer the tent, the better. There, you can also do maintenance on your tents in between years. You know, check your 
check your seams where the stitching is. There's a process called taping. If you buy a decent tent, it's had the seams taped and the nylon itself is quite waterproof. You can buy a silicone spray. A number of companies make it. I personally have used the Woods version of it from a Canadian Tire. It works well, although we that one tent that we threw the tarp on top of, we couldn't save even with two cans of it, I think. Although I had the kids do it, so maybe it was a user... <laughs> user error? User error. <laughs> they might not have applied it properly. They probably hosed it down and you're not supposed to. It's supposed to, it's supposed to be a thinner layer of silicone on it. So rigging a, a tarp over your tent, generally, you, I mean, you can do it with a center line style. We'll talk about tarp rigging at some point, I'm sure. But you can put a, a line like a, as though you were draping it over a clothesline and then pull the sides out. That's always good. It sheds off both sides. For tents, me personally, if I'm on a slope, I don't do that style. I do, I rig it high on one side, low on the other side, high on the high side of the hill. I try to follow the contour of the land that we're camped on so that the water gets shed downriver from you or below you and keeps running away. It doesn't get a second chance at getting under your tent which is a good segue to footprints. Your tent has a has a floor in it. You can use a what's called a footprint, which is kind of like a tarp that goes under your tent to protect the floor from, you know, stones, pointy sticks, that sort of deal. It's meant to be, I've seen people do it before where they've used a tarp, which is fine. You just have to make sure that the tarp is smaller or the footprint is smaller than, than the floor of your tent. Because if it's bigger than the floor of the your tent, it catches the water as it runs off your tent, and then it runs it under the floor of your tent anyhow. So what you're doing by using a footprint is you're A, protecting it from stones, etc. You're B, protecting it from the water that's running by underneath your tent. You, it runs under the footprint if the footprint's in place properly. So it's an extra uh, layer of protection, I suppose. So we also have a dining tent mentioned earlier we took cover in that one year they're not always as well designed as tents meaning they're not as as waterproof they don't protect you from the atmosphere as much they often have you know lots of screening and they're larger than the than the roof that's on them for lack of a better term so uh, we often tarp that tarps are the win for inclement weather you can't go wrong with a tarp other than weight and that's a backcountry thing so we're talking about front country by and large although you have some really nice tarps that are light for oh uh, we i have uh, yes but they're also stupidly expensive okay so <laughs> so they're they're great and there's a uh, what's his name simon a bloke outdoors i think is is the youtube channel he's a english fellow he's from the uk he is an amazing tarp rigger i watched a video of his that i've, I've watched twice now and just gone that's so awesome you can do everything with tarps i'm a pretty basic tarp guy put up protection he builds he builds like a little house to put your hammock in he's amazing amazing guy i highly recommend go check his his channel out so fine rig a tarp over your dining tent that's a it's a wise move they're just they're not built built as bomb proof they're not meant to be quote unquote shelter and much as they they are they're they're not that's generally how it goes they keep bugs off of you though Trenches. Here's another good one too. If you dig on the upriver side or the uphill side of your tent or your dining tent or wherever you're going to be, even if you're not doing a dining tent, even if you just have a tarp and you're going to be in a dry area, you don't want to be splashing around in mud. So dig a trench. Dig a trench across the upper side of it and then dig a trench down one side or the other, preferably the, a lower side, so the water can hit the trench run through the trench and exit out 
south of you, downhill, downriver of you, and then your little spot stays nice and dry. That's a good one. It's pretty easy to do, even just a tiny little camping shovel. You can drag the, the heel of your boot and make a, a trench. It doesn't have to be awesome. The, obviously, the bigger the better, but dragging the heel of your boot will probably cut off 50% of the rain water from running in underneath your tarp. Take lots of quarters to go and and dry out your, uh, <laughs> I felt so bad for those people, man. All oh, that lugging back and forth. Oh, the and they spent so laundry. much time. Yeah. What it, what it, it would have been a wickedly crappy night of sleep. Just the, the storm was scary as all get out it and flashy. And it was boomy. The rain was coming down at just a, an incredible pace. And then to wake up swimming, floating on your air mattress. I hope they were floating on their air mattresses. But then to just, I mean, Everything was soaked. You just watched they were carrying so much weight over to the thing and then back and then another load over to the thing. And a sleeping bag eats up a surprising amount of space when you're talking about washing it and drying it. Like a sleeping bag in a dryer, it doesn't tumble. It just fills the dryer. So it will only get half dry, maybe, running it for a, a normal load. And then you're bringing it back. You're throwing it over a line and, and praying that it's not still raining. Being wet's a pretty crappy deal. And you can't trust the weather network, surprisingly. You know what? You can't trust anything. So so weirdly, I, I, I watch a few camping videos. I watched a lady today that was uh, camping in Killarney. And she checked her Garmin, which is her satellite communicator, part of her package, whatever. She had the option to check the weather report, her weather report, which is a different, it's in probably Environment Canada at that point because she was in Killarney. It said a 10% chance. And, and she was saying that while she was videoing herself huddling in a tent. It was a very similar downpour to what we had just dealt with. 10% chance of showers, I think is what she said. So... <laughs> don't don't trust the weather report. Look up at the sky. Go, yeah, I don't know, man. That looks pretty crappy. My knees kind of ache, so <laughs> better get ready for it. Make sure the tarp is good, uh, and that's it for us. Unless, unless you want to talk about other inclement weather, like freezing rain or hail or snow, or you know what, they play out the same. Snow, not so much, it could, because then we're talking about getting into things about heating or having a really good sleeping bag and really good clothes i suppose we could we could throw it out there that part of the inclement weather if you don't want to be stranded inside all the time buy yourself a good rain jacket rain pants are a good thing waterproof boots on that note it's it's a fairly short you can spend ridiculous amounts of money on that stuff a lot of it is about being fashionable it's about having a brand name on your shoulder i tend to buy really good quality i don't care what it looks like because I don't care. I don't care what the name on it is. I want it to be bomb proof. So I tend to buy stuff that guys that work outdoors use. It's, it's it's usually smarter because it's because you're working it so it's it's ventable. It's got zippers so you don't melt inside of it, etc. etc. I buy them from things like where it's going to be a guy that, that is a, an arborist but he works like he's a forester, you know what I mean? Like a lumberjack type deal. Um, so it will wear really well it does all the things you need it to do. It It's not pretty. Farmers, you know, if you go to your, your TSC, they will sell stuff. It's not Helly Hansen. It's not, it's not whatever. It's not, it's not a name brand, but it's the right stuff to do what you need it to do. I also tend to think in backcountry as opposed to front country. So bomb proof and, and ugly works for me. I'm, I don't need to look pretty. I honestly, I probably buy, I have bought, I have bought the, $800 worth of mountain equipment co-op stuff. 
and took really good care of it. And it lasted me, I want to say it was close to 20 years, probably 18 years. So there is something to be said about that. But it was it was 800 bucks. Man. I bought $150 stuff that lasted me five years and gone, hmm, if I do the math on this. <laughs> so that tends to be where I go now. That's it. You, that way, at least you're not stuck in somewhere. Oh, uh, there's another thing for inclement weather. Take a book. Make sure you've got a book, man. <laughs> Need some entertainment. Yeah, or, or Dungeons and Dragons, whatever. Something that you, you can do as opposed to sit there with your finger buried up your left nostril, right? <laughs> we have a board game called The Hobbit that you could take. Because <laughs> apparently you can't ever win it. You just play it for over and <laughs> over and over. And oh, my days. God. Uh, yes, take some rain gear so you can get outside and, and not be bored out of your skull. There you go. And that's it. So do as we do in scouting and be prepared. Be prepared for protecting yourself from the weather and be prepared for if you get the weather. That's it for us for today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Pamela. I'm Tim. And we are from supergoodcamping.com. Please do connect with us on all the social media and feel free to reach out to us anytime by email. Our email address is hi at supergoodcamping.com. That's H-I at supergoodcamping.com. And as we're recording this, it's Easter. So happy Easter, happy Passover, happy, happy Ramadan, Ramadan yeah. whatever it is that you're celebrating right now. Take care. Bye. Bye.